0: Welcome to a new episode of Land Grant Holy Land In Conversation. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we talk to people in and around Ohio State Athletics and the sporting world at large to bring you a different insight and perspective to the teams, athletes, and university that you love. On today's episode, I am in conversation with my former boss, whether he remembers me or not, ESPN's Kirk Herbstreet. With all of the stuff that Kirk is known for as one of the preeminent voices in college football, He's also now able to tell you how to get to whatever stadium, tailgate, or watch party you are heading to on any given Saturday as he partners with Goodyear to be a usable voice in the Ways app. We will have all of the details about that and Goodyear's Road to Greatness sweepstakes in the show notes and on LandGrantHolyland.com. In our conversation, Kirk and I discuss what it's like to have fans back in the stadiums, what he thinks of Ohio State's improvement in recent weeks, C.J. Stroud and Trevion Henderson's emergence on the OSU offense, who he thinks has the inside track to the college football playoff, and much more. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Kirk Herbstreit. Great. Hey, Kirk, how you doing?
1: I'm great. How you doing, man? Haven't talked to you in a while.
0: Yeah, it's nice to hear from you, and uh, I appreciate you doing this. I know we don't have a ton of time, so we can just dive in if that's good with you.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Awesome. Well, I think all Buckeye fans know you've done so much in your career between game day and and national championships, calling for national championships and Monday night football. But, I mean, did you ever really think that you would get to the point in your career where you are giving people directions via a GPS app? Like That's pretty big.
1: Yeah, I know. And the funny thing is, I use Waze I use ways all the time. So uh, when they when Goodyear asked me to do this, I thought it was it almost close to the um, when I when I voiced over the video game uh, yeah. that Joey Galloway and I grew up playing, you know grew up playing all the time. So yeah, pretty pretty cool and and uh, kind of a neat program, especially with fans coming back uh, to stadiums. So I'm fired up to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, and I want to talk about fans coming back to stadiums here in a second. But you mentioned you and Joey Galloway playing video games, and I have to throw this in. We've spoken for the last couple of years, and I've never mentioned this. I was uh, an intern on your radio show at 1460 20 years ago, and I always remember Joey Galloway would do the Joey Galloway show on Thursdays. And you guys would always come in right before the show because you had to finish your last EA <laughs> college football game before you headed over to the studio. So I always yeah. loved that memory from when I was back in school. But um you you meant that's that's so funny. That's hilarious yeah. that uh you have that memory. You're right. We would be
1: I mean, we were young and and just clowns, and especially him. He he was uh he was an instigator for sure.
0: Good to know that nothing's changed in the past twenty years. Um but you <laughs> yeah. You mentioned fans being back in the stadium and and obviously uh, one of the things with this Ways thing is that the Goodyear blimp is kind of marking all of the Division One football stadiums. But now that you've been back into the season for a month and a half and fans are there, how special has that been for you as a broadcaster, but more importantly, as a college football fan to have them not only there at game day, but in the stadiums for all of these big games that you've called thus far in the season?
1: It's been incredible. You know, I mean, it's, it's, we all knew what we missed last year. We, we did our best, you know, as, as uh, folks in the media and broadcasters and of course the players and coaches. Um, But it was just a very challenging time for everybody. And I think once we approached the 2021 season, I don't know if I've ever looked forward to a season as much as this season because of the fans and the tailgating and the bands and, the crowd being back in these stadiums. And it's, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I mean, what are we six weeks into this? And I mean, every weekend there are huge games, huge moments and big third or fourth downs, big stops, big touchdowns. And the crowd last weekend, I think made the difference in a lot of games. You know, if you look at what happened at Iowa city at Kinnick. If you looked at the game I called in Dallas with the cotton bowl and OU's fans, um, Texas A&M at Kyle field um, fans are making a difference. And I, I think there's a, a, a uh, newfound appreciation by all of us as if we didn't appreciate it to begin with, but just to see everybody back in these stadiums and, and showing their passion and, and love uh, for their team. So man, it's, it's been everything I had, I had hoped for and, and even more.
0: Yeah, and it's it's I think it's been special for fans too. We saw you mentioned uh, the game at Kyle Field, the fans, you know, kind of storming uh the field after that win, completely justified in my opinion whether AM got a fine or not, but um have you noticed kind of a a different energy from the fans than maybe was there before? Not that they ever took it for granted before the pandemic, but maybe a little bit more appreciation for being able to see these things in person and to be a part uh, of the sport that we all love so much.
1: Absolutely. Without a doubt, you know, and I I don't think it was people didn't appreciate it before. I just think they missed it. They just missed it so much, you know, to take that away. And you know how these these college towns are. I mean, people build their entire year around six or seven home games, you know. And a lot of people, you know, they travel with their team on the road. I mean, it's it is a it is a family. It is a community, and it was taken away uh, from everybody a year ago. And I think that what I've seen is people are back with bigger smiles on their faces, new a new appreciation. And just missing this so much a year ago and just having such gratitude, I think, to have it back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I want to turn to Ohio State for a couple of minutes. Obviously, things have turned around uh, fairly well since a rocky start to the season, and-, and Ryan Day and his entire staff have made a lot of changes both on and off of the field, but for you, and, and you haven't called in the Ohio State games, but I'm sure you've, you know, seen everything that's been happening on film and stuff. What has been the the most important difference in your mind from maybe where they were with the Minnesota and Oregon games to what we've seen from the Buckeyes against Rutgers and Maryland, noting that maybe the competition wasn't the same as it was early in the season, but still pretty solid big 10 teams.
1: Well, I mean, it, I think a couple of things. Number one, it's fair to say the competition isn't what it was early, but at the same time, they didn't look great against Tulsa either. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Tulsa not, is not on the road at Minnesota or Oregon and the, their struggles continued into the third week of the season. And so that's when I think you saw them tweak some things and make some changes with personnel, with some of the coaching uh, that was happening and what we've seen since then it is a very, very different uh, defense. I'm, 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 at this point just waiting because I think Akron, Rutgers, and Maryland are going to be very different from after this bye week. What's, what's going to be coming up in the second half of the season when you go to Indiana and you play Penn State, you go to Nebraska, Michigan State, Michigan. You know, those are, those are games that are going to really test them. And I think um, I applaud Ryan Day for. As a head coach, people turn to you when it's great. They tell you how great you are. When it's bad, they're going to come to you. What's going on? And as a still a young head coach, uh, he in season decides to tweak things on his staff uh, with personnel, especially with the linebackers. Uh, you know the defensive line. I mean, we're seeing a lot of different faces, a lot of young players that are stepping up and emerging. So it it looks good now, but we're going to really find out uh, in the coming weeks. Are they going to have to outscore people or are they a complete team? Because this offense is, as you would expect with Ryan Day, it's really settled in with C.J. Stroud as the guy. And we all knew coming into the year with the receivers and backs and line that they had, it was really more about, are they going to be okay at quarterback? And I feel – I don't know how you feel about C.J. Stroud. I I feel like people are jumping on and and, and passing judgment on a guy – that I thought was playing pretty well, by the way, for his first time ever having a, a college uh, pass attempt in Minnesota. Uh, played pretty well against Oregon, and you know he had the injury and had to miss a week. But I don't, I don't think there's anything you can really critique and say, boy, I wish he did this or I wish he did that for a first-year starting quarterback. So they're they're going to score 45 and on, on an average, uh, probably the whole year, maybe 48 points a game. And wow. my my question is, are they going to have to? have to just get into shootouts or is the defense as you mentioned uh that much better
0: yeah and and you kind of talked about some of the weapons that he has and we know about the wide receivers but I know that you've been pretty high on freshman running back Travion Henderson and obviously it's only been six games but when you look at him how do you think that he either currently does or could stack up to some of those better OSU backs in recent memory
1: well it's terrifying what he's what he's doing. I
0: mean, he's, first of all, he,
1: he, I, I, the reason I was high on him before there was a snap is obviously I I'm, I'm able to to talk with, with guys and get some real information on boy how's this, you know, how's this guy look? How's that guy look? And every Mm -hmm. time I would ask anybody how's the freshman back look, it was an an eyebrow raise, like, Oh my (laughs) gosh, wait, wait till you see this guy. And I'm like, really? And then the next guy, How's that, how's that back Trevion Henderson? Woo, oh my God. And so it was, and, and there's very, very few players before they played a snap where it was across the board, every coach and every player I talked to um, gave me that same reaction. So that made me say before, the, I think it was week zero, keep an eye on this guy, Trevion Henderson. Yeah. And it wasn't as if I had you know, studied his high school tape. It was just every single person that I talked to with on the staff and every player gave me the same reaction. And sure enough, they were right. This kid's averaging almost nine yards a carry. Um, So he's, he's a electrifying talent. He's physical. I mean, he's 215 pounds. He's got great vision, great patience. Uh, As you know, Ohio state over the years has had uh, just historic running back play. And I don't want to at this point, six games in try to stack him up and where he might be. But I I, I can just tell you that the sky is the limit for this guy. I'm knocking on wood. Let's hope he stays healthy. Uh, And I think he'll have a lot to do with the kind of run they make in the second half um, coming up here. But, yeah, I mean, you you throw him in with those three receivers that they have and the way they're throwing the ball, they're just – they are a balanced, explosive offense and as good as there is right now in the country.
0: Yeah. Well, to to wrap up, Kirk, Goodyear is hosting a road to greatness sweepstakes through November 13th where fans can submit predictions for who will make the championship. So if you're going to ask fans to do this, I think it's only fair as we sit six weeks in to ask you, who do you think at this point has the inside track to either make the college football playoff or that championship game? Ooh, that is
1: a, You know what's great about that? And I'm not trying to avoid it. I've never been more excited about the playoff than I am this year because it's just <laughs> throw anybody out there. I mean, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, I think George is going to be in there. Um, I, I think the, the winner of the Big Ten, you know, I think Ohio State is still the team to beat in the Big Ten. I think they're going to be uh, in the playoffs. I think the UC Bearcats have a legitimate shot. You know, I mean, they, they still are going to need some help, I think. Because if Oklahoma gets there undefeated, um, you know, that that yeah, that's, that's going to be a team that would be there. I think Oklahoma, with Caleb Williams, their freshman and quarterback, really changed their energy. We'll see where that goes uh, from there. I don't think the ACC is going to have a team. I don't think the Pac-12 is going to have a team. So it really gets interesting to see this whole, like, if Alabama wins out and beats Georgia, there's probably two teams out of the SEC
0: yeah.
1: um, and you throw Ohio state there and Cincinnati in there. So I don't know, man, it's uh it's wide open. Like I said, I've never been more excited about uh, there's so many teams that legitimately have a shot to control their own destiny. It's great.
0: Yeah, the season's been great so far, uh, especially coming out of the the wonky year we had in 2020. And we enjoy having uh, you guide us through it all, Kirk. So thanks so much for taking the time to chat today. And we'll be uh, uh, watching the rest of the season.
1: Okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Land, Grant, Holy Land in conversation. Also, thank you, of course, to the legendary Kirk Herbstreet. I'll have links to all of the information for how you can have Kirk tell you where to go via the Waze app and the Goodyear Road to Greatness sweepstakes in the show notes and in the article version of this episode on LandGrantHolyLand.com. If you are finding this episode on the aforementioned website, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are cranking out episodes every single day and sometimes multiple episodes a day, and they all give you a unique perspective and voice that you won't hear anywhere else in the Buckeye podcasting universe. Also, don't forget to follow Land Grant Holy Land on Twitter at Land Grant33, and you can find me at BWW Matt. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, and as always, go Bucks.